Hi, friend, and welcome to the Message Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Graham, a wedding photographer and lifestyle blogger who just launched my own magazine, Your Message Mag. I'm determined to help women just like you lean into the messes of their lives and find the message they have to share. Here we believe that secrecy helps no one, but transparency and vulnerability have the potential to help many. Get ready for some encouragement to be inspired and to be given all the tools you need to share the unique message you have to share with those who need to hear it most. This is The Message Podcast. Do you know what your love language is? My love language is definitely gift giving. I love giving gifts. And my favorite way to give gifts is purchasing gifts through Artifact Uprising, an online printing company where you can create customized gifts for those that you love. Throughout the whole year being a new mom, I've had parents and in-laws asking for their gifts to be photos of Beckley. And Artifact Uprising makes that super simple. Plus, for my dad on Father's Day, since it was his first Father's Day as a grandpa, I created a personalized board book full of pictures of him and Beckley straight off of my phone. Nothing fancy, guys. And Artifact Uprising makes it super simple to upload those photos, add them to a book template, and then print it, order it, and so it's ready to go to give to the ones that you love. I have a lot of friends ask me where I recommend getting photo books or printing, and if you're looking to do it yourself, the DIY method, then Artifact Uprising, and it's always the place that I recommend. This is even the place where I go to purchase gifts that I get for my couples. Go to katielaurengram.com slash artifact uprising for $20 off your first order. Again, that is katielaurengram.com slash artifact uprising for $20 off your first order. You can also click the link in my show notes. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the message podcast. So In today's episode, we're going to talk about the unfiltered behind the scenes of launching a magazine. As you know, I just recently launched my brand new magazine, Your Message Mag, and it it, it is my baby. (laughs) I am so proud of this magazine. I have been dreaming of launching a magazine for years now. Um, It's always something I've thought about doing, but it didn't really become a dream until a couple years ago. And then a few months ago, I decided to make it a reality. And I've had a few people ask me like, okay, but what, what is the reality of launching a magazine? Like, how do you even go about doing this? And that's what I want to go into with this podcast episode. Um, I'm not going to give you all the nitty gritty details because I mean, we'd be here for hours (laughs) or honestly, if I was going to give you everything, we'd be here for months, (laughs) but I can give you um, basically an overview and a little bit of insight into what the process has been like for this. So hopefully you find this interesting. Um, So I've always been someone to look at something and automatically think, oh, I could do that. That looks fun. Like, for example, I am someone who um, I'm on a journey to dress more modestly. Um, that's a personal journey that I am on and swimsuits have stay with me guys. Uh, swimsuits is an area that I really struggle with finding modest options. And when I was having a lot of trouble finding modest options that were both modest and gave me the coverage I was looking for, but also were flattering and fashionable, I was really struggling. And my automatic thought when I realized how few options there were, especially affordable ones was to think, oh, well, why don't I just look into starting my own swimwear line? I might not be able to do it now, but maybe in the future I could. (laughs) Like, no joke, guys, that's how my brain works. I look at a problem and it's just my natural reaction to think like, 
oh, I could do something like that. I I could solve this problem. And I think that's a a mindset that has served me very well, but it also means that I can very easily bite off more than I can chew at any given time. Just ask my husband. I'm sure he could attest to the many times I have pitched a new business idea at him. Like I think he wishes my brain could shut off. And to be honest, I wish my brain could shut off sometimes too. But anyways, this whole idea of launching a magazine, it never scared me. I always thought like, no, I could do that. It wasn't a matter of whether I could do it or whether I was capable. It was more a matter of like, okay, but how, (laughs) if you get what I mean. So, um, to be completely honest with you, Magnolia Journal, um, which is Joanna Gaines' uh, magazine that she puts out quarterly um, through Magnolia, that was a big inspiration for me. I started subscribing to it a few years ago. And I wouldn't get every issue, but every now and then, if there was a particular theme that caught my eye, I would be like, oh yeah, I'll get that one. Um, And I was flipping through it and I was like, this is not a typical magazine. Like this is, this is really good material. And that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that, you know, a magazine doesn't have to be like a Vogue or like a Reader's Digest or or, um, uh, a Southern Living. It can be more substantial content. Uh, It doesn't have to be just really inspiration for how to dress your dining table for Christmas. It can be stuff that's heavy and life-changing and challenging. And so it it got the wheels turning for me like, okay, what, what could I bring to the table? What kind of magazine could I create? So for a couple years, I um, wanted to create a magazine, but I assumed I'd have to wait until I had a larger following. Uh, I really don't have a huge following by any means. I mean, there are people who have millions of Instagram followers and I have, I think around like 1300, which is not nothing. I mean, it's not like two followers, but you know, in the grand scheme of Instagram, it's a small following. And so I assumed I would have to wait until I had a larger following, a larger readership on my blog, a larger email list. Um, but then I, a few months ago, uh, just decided, you know, this dream has been on my heart consistently for a couple years now. And I know what I want to say. I know what I want to put out there. I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to have faith that as I put this out there, because I do believe that it's God putting this on my heart, that he's going to do something with it and it's going to change people's lives. And so um, then it became uh, this, okay, I'm doing this. When do I want to start? And my, I, I think when I decided I wanted to start working on this was in... August, I believe, was when I decided, okay, I'm doing this. And I knew I wanted it to be a quarterly subscription, mostly because I didn't want it to be annual or twice a year, just because that felt like way too far apart for it to feel regular. But I also knew there was no way I could do monthly or bi-monthly. That was way too much on top of running a wedding photography business and being a mom. Just, I'm a one-woman show here, so I knew that'd be way too much. So quarterly felt right. And I knew that if I was going to be working quarterly, working with the seasons made sense. And I knew that fall was coming up, but fall was also only like a month away, which was way too soon to get this cranked out. So then I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for Christmas. I'm going to go for December 1st of 2021. Let's do this. So I made this decision like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to create a magazine and it's going to launch December 1st of this year. 
it was as simple as that. I just made the decision and thought, okay, let's figure this out. I'm going to do it. So then it came down to basically figuring out the logistics of how to launch a magazine. And guys, I am completely self-taught here. I don't have a mentor. I don't have anybody telling me what to do, what the next steps are. I am figuring this out every step of the way as I go. <laughs> like I am in the process of launching it right now as I am recording this episode for you. And I don't know all the pieces and I'm still figuring it out. So I'm going to share with you kind of what I've done up to this point. And so the first thing was I needed to know what do I want my magazine to do for my readers? Like the magazine has to serve its readers in some way. So how do I want it to do that? And this has evolved since the beginning of when I started on this. Um, I, it started out as basically purely seasonal content, but um, then it started moving towards like half seasonal content, half inspirational content. And now it has settled at mostly inspirational storytelling with bits of seasonal themes running through it. So there are a bit, there is a bit of like Christmas and wintry stuff in this first issue to coordinate with, coordinate with the season. But it is mostly at the heart of it by bulk, a mostly inspirational storytelling piece. When I first started my wedding photography business, I was overwhelmed with contracts, collecting payments, depositing checks, organizing emails, and all the other admin tasks that my creative brain struggled with. Two years ago, I made the jump and implemented HoneyBook into my business, and I've never looked back since. HoneyBook allows you to create email templates for quick inquiry responses, send customized invoices and contracts, collect payments online, schedule events, and so much more, and keeps it all organized in one neat, easy-to-use interface. HoneyBook is one of those programs I use every day in my business, and I now couldn't imagine doing business without it. If you run a service-based business where you're working with clients, I couldn't recommend HoneyBook enough. For 20% off your first year using HoneyBook, go to katielaurengram.com slash HoneyBook. Again, that's katielaurengram.com slash HoneyBook for 20% off your first year. I'll also have the link in the show notes. So the next thing I had to work through was how many pages could I actually afford to include in the issue? And again, this is another thing that evolved over time as I was working on the magazine. When I started planning out the magazine, I planned for 64 pages of content. I have a wedding guide that I sent out to my couples and that was around 60 pages and that felt like a great starting point to me. So I thought, okay, great. I'm going to aim for around 60 pages. And when I wrote out an a rough outline of what I'd like to include in the first issue, I ended up at 64 pages and I thought, oh, great, wonderful. But then after evaluating and brainstorming with my printer and realizing what quotes for prices were based on page numbers, I ended up realizing I was going to have to be more around the 30 to 40 page mark. And I ended up settling at 32 pages in the end. Now, cutting my page number in half felt like a huge sacrifice at the time. Um, it was actually very discouraging for me in the moment. I was like, is anybody even going to want to buy anything that's only 32 pages? But I now realize that it was a massive benefit to me because what it did was when I was forced to cut down my page number to half of what I was planning on, it forced me to get really picky about what content was staying in the issue to be printed and what was getting cut out. 
In other words, it forced me to get really clear on what I wanted the message of my magazine to be. Um, I can always add more pages in the future as my readership grows and I'm able to order more in bulk so then the price goes cheaper so I have better margins so I can add more pages. I can always do that in the future, but at the time being, I need to keep it limited. And so it's forcing me to be very intentional about what I'm included and make sure that what is being included isn't fluff content, the content that's actually going to help people and further my business and serve. So that was coming through like page numbers and it started out as something very discouraging, but it ended up being a positive. Um, I do have a hope to, you know, increase that page number over time in future issues, but that's something that's going to have to come as my readership grows and my reach grows and I have better margins that allow for that. So the next thing was actually planning out the content, which kind of goes along with the page numbers. These kind of worked hand in hand. Um, So like I said before, I had a rough outline from the get-go of what I wanted to include, but then I had to actually go through that and finalize it. Now, I always knew I wanted to have guest writers. I didn't want to have the magazine be purely just me writing anything and everything. I wanted to have other collaborators in each issue. So I went ahead and thought about who I would want to have as guest writers, and three women came to mind right away. So I reached out to the women that I wanted to feature and saw if they wanted to work together. Um, And thankfully, (laughs) I ended up getting yeses from all three of them. I had other women in mind in case I'd gotten a no, but thankfully they all were very excited about this project and wanted to work together. So I then worked with those women to plan out their content, to get their imagery organized, um, to establish what they'd be sharing while also leaving room for their own inspiration and ability for them to be spontaneous within that. So I had an idea of basically what the topic was going to be, but I didn't give them strict parameters about how they should write it or how they should go about um, sharing the information or how deep they should go. I gave them a lot of room to be able to make it their own. So if you read the first issue, which if you haven't read the first issue, I highly recommend that you order yourself a copy. You can go to yourmessagemag.com and purchase your own copy. And you'll see in all three of the written pieces um, that they're all very different. And that's what I love about it is that I knew basically what the topic was going to be that they were writing about, but I didn't know how they were going to address it or go about it. And that was so much fun when I was receiving their written pieces and the imagery they had for me to use. It was really fun seeing it all to come together. Um, it's I'm so proud of it and so proud of these women and can't wait to have more guest writers. Um, so anyways, that was a lot of what went into actually planning out the content was planning out my own content that I was going to be adding in and then also planning out the content that I was going to have guest writers contributing. So then it actually went on to creating said content. So um, I ended up creating the full magazine inside Canva. Now, I know if I wanted to be like super professional, I would learn how to use InDesign and I would probably do it in InDesign. (laughs) But just to give you some encouragement in case maybe you'd like to do something like this someday, but you're working on a shoestring budget, kind of like I am, um, Canva is totally acceptable. Like you can create beautiful PDFs for print inside Canva that are completely acceptable. So first issue of this magazine, 100% created inside Canva. I would recommend you upgrade to the premium version, not the free version, but 
that's a whole other topic. Um, I shot a lot of the imagery that I used for my pieces in the magazine with my camera, a tripod, and the self-timer option on my camera. <laughs> so like the cover photo where I'm in a dress in front of a backdrop spinning, that was taken with my camera on a tripod with self-timer. And I, it was just everything, everything. Like I didn't have anybody take the images of me, the pictures of the potato soup. I took those, the pictures of me holding it. I took that with tripod and self-timer. So it was a lot of days where when Beckley was napping, I would whip out my camera, whip out my tripod and get some pictures together. And then for the guest written pieces, um, I had them send me their written pieces and their imagery, and then I designed the spreads from there. So that was how the actual content creation happened for the magazine. Now, obviously, the next big thing was actually printing the magazine. And this was the I think the scariest step for me um, when I was looking at the outline purely because I didn't know how much it was going to cost and I didn't know how I was going to do it. Like I knew how I could create the design for the magazine. I knew how I could go about selling it. Like that wasn't, like, that was obvious for me. I had enough experience to know about that, but actually printing something, making it physical and tangible, I, I had zero experience with that. And this is a stage in the process that I'm currently in getting that dummy made so that I'm ready to put in that official um, order for print. But I, I knew that I wanted to work when printing with a local printing company. I really didn't want to go with somewhere like MagCloud. Um, I've used MagCloud in the past for printing out like my bridal guides that I send to my couples when they book with me for weddings. Um, but I didn't want to use that for this project primarily because I knew that um, in order for me to have any kind of profit margin, the magazine was going to have to be fairly uh, pricey. I was going to have to bump the ideal price up. And I wanted to make sure I kept the price of the magazine um, within that uh, price point where I felt like most people, they could make an impulse purchase and it wouldn't be detrimental at all. I really wanted to stay as close to that $10 mark as possible and as far away from that $15 mark as I, as possible. And I knew uh, working with a local printing company, one would give me that ability. I could potentially get cheaper prices and um, prices that would give me better margins. And also supporting small business and especially a local business, that's important to me. And it's something that I'm really trying to be better about and do more. And so I knew that doing my printing through a local printing company was a step in that direction. And growing up, my dad actually, he worked at a local printing company um, with his best friend, actually. They had a really cool thing going. Um, he's now a pastor, but I grew up going to this printing company a lot of days after school. Um, and we would help package like the um, client gift baskets for Christmas or if they were needing help stuffing envelopes for some extra money I would help stuff envelopes or <laughs> lick the envelopes um, it was a, a lot of like little side jobs that I would earn some extra money there and so that was an obvious place that I wanted to reach out to and see if they could do it and thankfully they were totally accommodating for me they were really excited um, I talked with the the gentleman that I know there. He's like an uncle to me and my sisters. Um, I talked with him and I was able to get some quotes for different page quantities, uh, quantity of copies, um, the paper quality, binding options, etc, etc. And I had a few dummies made for like different um, 
uh, paper weights to see if I wanted to go with like 80 pound paper or 100 pound paper. Um, and I basically made decisions based on what I felt fit best to fulfill my vision for the magazine. Um, and working with a local company was really nice because it meant that I could have those um, tangible examples to feel and actually see like, okay, no, this feels better than this. This feels more like what I was thinking than this. Um, whereas if I was going through a company that was online, that might not have been an option for me. And so the step that I'm currently at right now in the printing is I've submitted the PDF to have a dummy made. Um, and as I'm recording this episode, I'm currently waiting for the arrival of that dummy so I can finalize the magazine design and put in an order. So once I've actually done that, put in that order, then we're um, moving on to that create <laughs> how do I say this? I'm getting tongue tied here. Uh, we'll move on to creating a purchasing system for the magazine. Now I've already gone ahead and done this. So what I'm using um, is I'm using Shopify and I've used Shopify to create the website where people can go and actually purchase a copy. So if you go to yourmessagemag.com, you will be taken to the site and that site is created completely through Shopify. And that was just a, a system that I felt was easiest and um, not only easy for me, but easy for customers as well. And the best part is that it keeps track of every aspect of each customer. So the address for shipping, I can pull that really easily. Um, so that actually leads on to the next point. We need to talk about how I'm actually going to ship the magazine. So if I wanted, I could have used, I could have used Shopify to collect the addresses and then mail copies myself. Like I, it has an option where you can print out mailing labels. Um, it'll automatically do that for your customers who have purchased. So if I wanted to ship the magazines myself, Shopify, it has the capacity to do that and make that really easy. But I really wanted to take that end of the transaction off my plate, um, having a young daughter and running a full wedding photography business and this kind of being more my like little side hustle, my passion project. I wanted it to be as hands off on the, the order and delivery end as possible. So thankfully, um, the printing company that I'm working with, they also offer shipping for any orders that they fulfill. So I've opted to have them ship all of my orders. So basically, as I receive orders for the magazine, I will just be sending on the addresses for those customers to them, and then they will be printing out the shipping labels and shipping the magazines to those customers, to whoever buys the magazine which is an awesome, awesome system. And we'll be working to streamline this as we get further along and figuring out what works best for, uh, for everybody. <laughs> um, but that's what we're currently at right now. So then the, the last step for this magazine is actually launching it. Um, and that's where I'm going to be working on sharing this magazine with as many people as possible. When you are actually listening to this episode, um, this podcast episode, that's, this is the step that I will be in at that time. Um, I'll be sharing with this magazine with as many people as possible to try to increase sales and help as many people as I can. Um, this podcast is a part of that mission. Um, and 
I've got some ideas down the pipeline for helping to increase reach and get this in front of many as many people as possible. Um, and this is a step where you can help me. If you really want to help um, get this magazine out to as many people as possible, you can share about it on Instagram or maybe purchase a copy as a gift, as a Christmas gift um, for a friend or a family member who you think might like it. It would make a great stocking stuffer or gift um a a very inexpensive gift and yeah share about it if you really want to make my day that'd be a huge help (laughs) you can also share about this podcast um that will really help me in the the launching stage of this magazine so um as a conclusion uh launching this magazine is ultimately a, a lot of work but not nearly as daunting as i originally thought i going into this, I was pretty blind. I really didn't know what all it was going to entail. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is a decent chunk of work, but it also, I kept expecting this giant curveball to come at me and like hit me by the side of the head. Like, nope, surprise, you have to do this too. And thankfully I haven't had that happen. It's been pretty smooth sailing. Um, so yes, it's a lot of work, but it's also been very manageable for me. And I would say that once you break a project like this down into specific steps, the pathway becomes clear. From there, the hardest part is actually taking action, Um, which my dad, he actually has this saying that he says, he's like, the hardest part is just getting started. And usually he's talking about like house projects, like the hardest part is actually getting started. And then he's saying this with sarcasm, then like finishing the project. Oh, that's easy. When we all know, like starting a house project, that's not hard. Finishing it is like the hard part. Um, but I would say with this, honestly, the hardest part for me was actually taking action on the steps I knew I needed to do. I had my plan laid out for me. I had a a mission and I knew the steps all along the way. It was actually emailing those girls that I wanted to have be a part of this project. It was actually taking the imagery. It was actually creating the PDF. It was actually contacting that printing company and getting quotes like tangible steps that meant I was actually doing it, those were the hardest things to do. It was that commitment. Um, But once you actually start taking action, it gets so much easier. Or at least in my experience, I can say that it got easier with every step that I took to make this dream of mine happen. So if you have any specific questions about launching a magazine or my process, um, ask me via a DM on Instagram. Um, I'm at Katie Lauren Graham there, and maybe I'll do a part two of this episode answering those questions. If I get enough questions about this process, I could do a part two to this episode. Um, Yeah, I I really hope that this message was really helpful, and I want to encourage you that if you want to do a project like this or if, if this has inspired you in some way, just go for it. Like we need more people being willing to be open and share themselves out there and put things out there that are out there to help people. So go for it. Um, and if you have any questions, again, reach out to me. Uh, and if you haven't purchased your own copy of the Your Message Mag, then go to yourmessagemag.com and definitely order yourself a copy. And you can bet your bottom dollar that that printing company that I've been working with, they will pull aside a copy stamp your address on it, and they will send it right your way.
So here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to share about this episode. If you enjoyed it on Instagram, screenshot this page on the podcast app or wherever you're listening, share to your Instagram stories and tag me at Katie Lauren Graham so I can share in the excitement of you listening to this podcast. And if you are not yet following this podcast or subscribe to it, go ahead and hit that follow button. Make sure you are so you never miss a new episode coming out. And if you really, really want to help me out, then leave a review on this podcast. Let the podcast overlords know that you want more people to know about this podcast, that it has helped you, that you're enjoying it, and it's worth sharing with others. And leaving a review will do exactly that. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Have you ever felt like you're called to more in life? Do you desire to encourage others? Have you experienced a mess in life that you wish to share with others to help them grow and feel less alone? I created Your Message Mag for driven, encouraging, and servant-hearted people just like you. Your Message Mag is my new lifestyle magazine focused on bringing encouragement and inspiration into the lives of others through impactful storytelling and seasonal content. Each issue features guest writers with powerful, impactful stories to tell. Get ready to experience the first magazine you'll not only read cover to cover, but will also change your life. Subscribe to Your Message Mag at yourmessagemag.com. Again, go to yourmessagemag.com to get your first copy. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Your Message Podcast. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and leave a review if you haven't already. This really helps with encouraging the podcast apps to share this with other people to maximize our impact so we can help as many people as possible. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Katie Lauren Graham so I can share in the excitement with you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.